Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Hey, you guys. It's Sarah. Thank you so much for listening to this new podcast show called In the Mind of Frage about interviews, experiences, and entrepreneurs. On today's episode, Dr. Neil Bernard, the very controversial vegan doctor from the documentary What the Health. You probably know I'm obsessed. It went viral earlier this year. Well, Dr. Neil Bernard has a practice in the Washington, D.C. area, and I got to sit down with him in the office to address some of the controversies around that documentary. So that's today. But also, I wanted to thank you for listening to my two-part 
series with Danny Starr, the TV and radio personality. And you guys had a ton of comments on my Facebook page. You can follow me on Facebook. Just search Sarah Frazier and then hit pages. Carmen wrote and she said, it's great to hear your stories. You girls are relatable and an inspiration to all women. Women uplifting women. I'm all about it. So are we. And then also to Christy. Christy wrote, Sarah and Danny, I'm so proud of both of you for coming together and sharing your story with us on this podcast. Over the course of my career, I've struggled to overcome the challenges of being a successful woman in a, quote, boys club environment. However, I found that it's almost always women who work so very hard to keep me down or undermine my shine. I believe strong women work hard to build each other up. I loved the realness of your conversations and addressing how we often approach situations. Well, Christy, thank you so much. And I heard a lot of that from you guys. So I hope to take that on of kind of why we as women sometimes hold each other down. That will be another In the Mind of Frage topic. Anyway, enjoy Dr. Neil Bernard. And you can check out In the Mind of Frage podcast, a new episode out every Tuesday. Enjoy. Dr. Bernard, I think we're all obsessed with you now from What the Health. (laughs) Thank you. I loved the documentary. Were you surprised at how much controversy and how much discussion this documentary has brought up? I think it's really terrific because wherever people come down on diet things, they need to make this front and center in what they're talking about because, let's face it, um, so many of us have extra weight, our blood sugar is too high, we're on medications, and then we look at our kids and we think they're going the same direction as us. So we need to tackle that, and it really needs food. All right, I want to go through, before we kind of talk more in depth about how people can change their diet, there's probably five big things that I'm sure you've seen all the articles that debunking what the hell, these things are over-exaggerated, or Mm -hmm. there's not enough research. So I want to go through those quickly, and then we'll we'll talk. Um, One of the big ones, I think, was a statement that you had made, that eating an egg a day is as bad as smoking five cigarettes. Um, That wasn't me. Um, but, <laughs> okay, well, that wasn't you. But it was I'm just on the documentary. Right, so that was a claim that was on the documentary. So uh, what's your take on that statement? Um, cigarettes cause lung cancer, and they increase your risk of heart disease. Now, eggs do something different. They don't cause lung cancer, but they have more cholesterol than any other food and a big load of saturated fat. Okay. And although some people have tried to make that go away and say, no, that, that doesn't really raise your cholesterol, the truth is it does. So when people eat eggs in the context of an otherwise really unhealthy diet, it's pretty hard to see that the egg affects them very much. But uh-huh. on the other hand, if you take people who aren't eating eggs and sausage and things and you put an egg in that person's diet, you can really see the effect. And it does raise their cholesterol. It really does. Okay. Uh, the other one was eating process, processed meat is as bad for you as smoking. That was the other one. What mm. do you? Your critics basically say that some cancers, like colorectal cancer, um, have been linked to eating meat, but that if really in order to make that statement, you'd have to be eating processed meats every single day of your life. Cigarettes cause cancer in the lungs, and because the carcinogens are then excreted in Europe, they also cause bladder cancer. With processed meats, it's something different. The processed meats go into your intestinal tract, and that's where they cause the cancer. And the increase is substantial. This is not a trivial risk. Um, If you have about a serving of processed meats each day, your risk of colorectal cancer goes up by maybe 18 or 20%. What if I had bacon for breakfast? pepperoni pizza for lunch or a hot dog or something like that. that that's two servings um, right, right there, 36% increase. 
This kills 50,000 Americans every single year. And if something is increasing your odds by 30-some percent, you, you don't want that. But what if you're having bacon once a week? I think that's, I think a lot of people saw What the Health, and it's like, well, I have bacon on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Okay, so am I doing it? Am I still doing a significant amount of damage? You know, if a person has a cigarette once a week, once a month, does it really hurt them? It, it's really hard to measure that it does. And if you're having bacon once a month, it's hard to really say whether that affects you very much or not. The problem is, right. once a month becomes once a week, which becomes twice a week, which becomes every day. And if you look at people's diets, these foods are part of their routine. I know most people are eating processed meat every day. Um, okay, drinking milk causes cancer. That was another claim in the film that a lot of people had a, a problem with. Um, and there's, according to some of your critics, there's a single study, but there are not studies. Um, and there's even some studies saying that dairy can actually reduce a woman's risk of cancer. Yeah, great, okay. great, great, great question. Um, it started with observational studies. The countries where there was the most milk consumed, they had the highest risk specifically of prostate cancer. Okay. So this is the most, or one of the most common cancers in men in, in most countries. Um, and then within this country, researchers at Harvard started to say, could this be true right here? And they did two huge studies and showed in medical professionals, these are men who did not have cancer at the start of the study, okay. those who consumed the most milk and other dairy products had substantially higher risk of prostate cancer compared to others. I'm talking between 30 and 60% increase in risk. That's bad because prostate cancer is already super common, and if it becomes 30 to 60% more common, you're talking about a very serious risk. It's not just that. We also know what milk does in your body. It, right. It increases the risk, or it increases the concentration of something called insulin-like growth factor. Okay. And this will not be on the test. Okay. But, but, but this is a compound. <laughs> in test tube studies, insulin-like growth factor causes cancer cells to grow. And you don't want that. Milk was designed by nature to help a baby grow rapidly. But you're already grown. So now milk can cause cancer cells in your body to grow rapidly too and to spread. And that's something that nature never had in mind. Oh, God, I know. That's so big. Um, the I'm other... going to tell you one other thing. Yes. Um, many people are not aware of this, but milk comes from pregnant cows in most cases. I know. Yes, so, go on. So cow, to keep milk production high, the farmer has the cows impregnated every single year, and their, a cow's pregnancy is about nine months, similar to human pregnancy. Pregnant cows make estrogens that get into the milk. They're concentrated in the cheese, and it's only traces. But women previously treated for breast cancer, who are the biggest consumers of high-fat dairy, have 49% higher mortality from their breast cancer compared to the women who avoid those things. So doctors are now saying, wait a minute, milk was designed to grow a calf. Right. It's not designed for you. You're grown up. Right. So, it's, it's, it's a cultural issue. Uh, milk is not something that you need for health and should not have. Um, the other big one was the association of meat and diabetes and yeah. sugar and diabetes. So explain that to me because I've, I've watched many clips and it seems as though sugar does not cause type 1 diabetes, but maybe it does type 2. What's the clarification? Because I feel okay. like that was a big one. Um, it's understandable that people would think, okay, diabetes means there's too much sugar in, in my blood, so I must have gotten it from eating sugar. And then if I just stop eating sugar, I won't have diabetes anymore. Wrong. Sorry. Um, what we have found is that right. type 2 diabetes, which is the most common kind, 
comes from particles of fat that get inside the muscle cells and liver cells. Most people have never heard of this, but this is what we have found. When the muscle and liver cells are filled with fat, the sugar can't get in. Okay. And so the sugar builds up in the blood, and then you diagnose diabetes. The answer to it is to get the animal products out of your diet. That way there's no cheese fat or chicken fat getting into your cells anymore. And now the cells can function, and they can take that sugar out of your blood, and the diabetes improves or goes away. Many people have never heard of that, despite the fact right. that the research is very clear. It's been done at the best research centers and published in, in the best medical journals, and we, we clearly know how to make this disease improve. Um, so why do you think, I mean, you know, this, this documentary really brought to light mm -hmm. so many of these things, like diabetes and, and discussing cholesterol, that I guess we had never really seen. And in the film, it talks a lot about the dairy industry, the meat industry, spend a lot of yes. money marketing to us and almost confusing yes, us. And so, I mean, your years of seeing that, how hard is it to change your patients' perspectives? The food industry, these are smart people who have a lot of money to spend. Right. And increasingly, they are spending it on research studies to try to prove that their products are safe. And if you do research studies in certain ways... For example, um, an egg will raise cholesterol compared to not eating an egg, but maybe it won't raise your cholesterol too much compared to eating sausage. So I can make the egg look safe compared to something that really wasn't safe anyway. Um, th they do a lot of research studies that can confuse people, and I feel your pain. It's, it's really hard to sort that out. <laughs> well, it, it does, and I think, the uh, to me, one of the most fascinating parts was it's like there's so much of this kind of trickery in the marketing that yes. you kind of give up and you go everything in moderation, which is the person that I think I am. But I thought in the documentary it was great because you guys were saying that's not a really good strategy, though, right? right? So even... If you're even eating some of these things in moderation, I'm assuming over time, all of it adds up, right? A lot of people have the idea of everything in moderation. Yeah. Everything in moderation, that's advice for healthy things. Okay. So let's say your seven-year-old daughter likes playing the violin. After about six hours, you got to say, you know, you also need to eat dinner. You also need to study. You, need, you know, keep it in moderation. Or your child likes nothing but broccoli. That's all I want all day. Wait a minute. Have it in moderation. But moderation doesn't apply to heroin um, or to cocaine or to foods that are unhealthy for you or for cigarettes. You know, if your seven-year-old daughter says, wait, I can light up everything in moderation. No, the answer is no. Moderation in healthy things, not for things that are going to kill you. I had read, I think, how many years have you been a, a vegan plant-based? 30 years. And I'd read it was because that you were doing surgeries on people and you saw sort of the health effects of what was happening to people. So what was that? Like, what, what did you begin to, what clicked for you that you were like, oh, my God, you know, the, these patients are coming in. I'm assuming they've got cancer. They've got, right. was that just what you were seeing and knew? In my own life, this actually started in, in an unusual way. I was working in a hospital in Minneapolis. This is mm -hmm. before I went to medical school. I was the autopsy assistant. And oh my we had God. a person who died in the hospital of a massive heart attack. And the pathologist that I was working with removed the ribs from the chest, and the heart was filled with atherosclerotic plaque. And he was telling Which me, is what? Just uh, like pla is plaque like uh, fat? Is what is you, you open up an artery, and you see, particle, you, you see cholesterol in deposits, and it's like, it's like concrete. It's hard. Wow. And it narrows the artery. 
Anyway, at, at the end of the exam, we wrote up the findings that this person had artery narrowings in the heart, in the carotid arteries going to the brain, the arteries to the legs, all over the body. He put the ribs back in the chest and um, left the room. And I sewed up the skin and everything, and I, I then went up to the cafeteria where they were serving ribs for lunch. And oh, I have to tell you, <laughs> it smelled like a dead body. It looked like a dead body. I just realized, I don't think I'm going to eat this. And as time went on, I don't know if you'd really call that exactly scientific, but I started to associate the diseases I was seeing in the autopsies with what they were serving in the cafeteria. And then as time went on, I started learning that there actually are important connections. Um, I grew up in Fargo, North Dakota, and I come mm-hmm. from a long line of cattle ranchers. And so I spent the first half of my life eating really unhealthy food. But um, you can always make up for lost time. Wow. Um, so, and, and you talked about this too. I guess you were, we were talking about how, like, the meat, the dairy industry has a lot of disposable income to mm-hmm. do these studies. Um, does the health industry have money? I know you have a research center here, but is it harder for you to do studies that show, okay, hey, wait, these things aren't healthy for you? Like, why haven't we seen yeah. more of that? Or is it just not sexy? That um, the dairy industry makes milk sexy? Yeah. Like, do we need to sex it up, Dr. Bernard? Like, what needs to happen? Because <laughs> you don't really yeah. hear until what the health and cowspiracy, like some of these guys are getting this stuff out, you never see it. It's absolutely true. The dairy industry does studies to try to show that dairy is, is safe for you or has some kind of benefit, and the meat industry is doing the same thing for meat. The egg industry is very active in this. However, there are lots of people, including my research team, that are doing studies showing that when you get away from the animal products and you, and you follow a healthy diet, vegetables and fruits and beans and whole grains, that things change with better than any other diet, and we are winning that battle. If you look at the federal dietary guidelines, they're getting better and better and better. Uh, In 2016, they said vegetarian diets should be recommended. I'm talking about the U.S. dietary guidelines for Americans. And the scientific societies are now saying, it's true. Bacon, sausage, hot dogs, they do cause cancer. We are winning that battle. But it's always three steps forward, and then industry takes it two steps back and fights with us every step of the way. And they know that if people have a little bit of good news about a bad habit, they start saying, well, maybe I can bring these bad foods back. Um, I think I had saw a video, too, that you were talking about that the American Medical Association is now changing foods in hospitals as well. Because I did always find it bizarre. I was telling you about my own family history. My mom had breast cancer, and she also had a stroke, so she was in... I know. (laughs) Things are all good, though. She keeps going, thank God. But um, when she was in the hospital... Things that you would eat, we would go get her salads and stuff like that because it was like they wanted to come up the next day after you've had a stroke and feed you pancakes. It was crazy. Like what? So are hospitals getting any better? It was June of this year that the AMA said enough is enough. If you're waking up from your heart attack to a plate of scrambled eggs and bacon and sausage, yeah. that you, you're, you're missing out on the teachable moment. At that point, the patient is ready to make a change. So you need to bring in healthy foods and help the patient through whatever resistance they have to eating healthy foods and start them on a better path. The AMA said stop that. Hospitals need to do two things. Have plant-based meals in there. Mm. And also get rid of all the processed meats. That means hot dogs, bacon, sausage, ham. Get rid of it. And also take that soda machine, put it on the loading dock, get rid of it. Right. Um, And hospitals are starting to do this. Um, 
There was no medical reason for having those foods there. It's just a question of um, banning them in the same way as a generation ago they banned smoking. I know. But I think, do you think that we're going to see that, though, pretty soon? Like, I, I have no doubt about it. Sodas um, and... I'm going to confess something to you. Oh, good. Back I love that. in the early 1980s, I was a resident at the George Washington University Hospital, and I walked into our gift shop, and I bought cigarettes. I opened the pack, and I smoked them. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of 
are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. On the way to the doctor's lounge, and my oh, head of surgery was smoking too. Probably we, while doing surgery, right? Not, 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 <laughs> luckily, not while doing surgery. Now, we weren't stupid. We knew it caused cancer, but we knew we had to, to stop at some point. And at some point, the time to stop was now. Mm. And we did, and we banned smoking from the whole hospital. We threw, out, we threw cigarettes out of the gift shop, and we were right. That's where we are now with food. We have to make that very same decision. The time is now. Yes, we all grew up with unhealthy things, meats and cheeses and so forth. That was part of our culture, but we know better now. And it's not just our own health that we're playing for. It's our kids' health. And if our kids grow up with the same habits we had, then just like two-thirds of adults are overweight now, one-third has diabetes or prediabetes now, Right. that's what we're giving to our kids. We can do better, and they can do better. Um, Also, I was going to ask you, and then I have a couple more questions for people making the transition, because Mm. lots of our viewers, lots of our my listeners have watched the documentary. They're now reading your material, so they're ready to make the change, but they have questions. The other big um, video that's out there is from this this doctor Z Mad Dog, who basically goes through the film and tries to debunk everything you guys say. And I've heard that he wants to debate. You and Dr. Um, the other doctor in the film, Mark Garth, I think is his name. Um, <laughs> are you entertaining this at all? No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, there is so much confusion out there that there's really no reason to um, further it. That said, I'm more than happy to talk about the scientific evidence. And whenever we do research studies here, our findings are peer-reviewed, they're published in, in journals where we do get asked all the hard questions and we have to be able to answer them. So yes, there are internet trolls and a few of them even have medical degrees um, and we kind of live with that noise, unfortunately. Yeah, Dr. Garth Davis, that's his correct name. And he's come out and been very active on social media being like, look, because I mean, have you been getting emails and this is a very hot topic. I mean, people are very polarized, like this is propaganda, you're promoting a diet. Well, people should promote a diet. Mm. And a generation ago, or well, flip back, in the, in the 30s and 40s and 50s, it was quite defensible to not have a position on cigarettes because we didn't have the research. But by the 1960s or 70s, if you didn't have a clear-cut bias that cigarettes were bad, you just weren't paying attention. Today, if a person doesn't realize that a plant-based diet is healthier than every other way, way to go, that's a person who just hasn't had access to evidence. Right. And there's a lot of noise and a lot of confusion out there but we are doing our best to try to clear that up because what's our alternative? Our alternative is to continue to have people who are not in the health that they want to be, who are paying a huge amount of money for, for medications and treatments and their lives are cut short, and most of all, their families are hurt by that too. Oh, I know. You're not it's gonna devastating. Live forever. You're not going to live forever, 
but let's use foods to help you live well as long as you can to live the longest, healthiest life that you possibly can have for yourself and for your family. Okay, I am starting to be plant-based. Mm -hmm. It's a challenge. So a lot of our viewers have said, okay, I really miss things like cheese, meat. Sure. How do you how do you get started, I guess? Because I think you read, you see a documentary like this, you're very excited, you're very fired up, but then it becomes overwhelming. Yep. It's like I'm cleaning out my pantry, yes. I'm ditching everything in the fridge. Okay, <laughs> right? oh Lord, what am I going to eat? How do you start to stay on it? Very easy. Here's, okay. how, here's how we do it. I've never seen anyone unable to do this. Step one. First of all, you have to understand why we're doing this. So if a person doesn't realize that fatty foods have, there's nine calories in every gram of fat, and that's why I'm having trouble losing weight, they have to learn a little bit about it, uh, about how nutrition affects them. And that's why we have books and websites and, and smoothie. Okay, once you're ready to start, though, the next step is take a week, seven days. Okay. And during that time, don't take anything out of your diet. Don't quit anything. But experiment with vegan foods, plant-based foods. Okay. Uh, breakfast. Uh, oatmeal, a little bland. So let me add some blueberries and strawberries and cinnamon and make it good. Uh, pancakes, fine, but no butter on them. A uh, little maple syrup, okay. Uh, instead of the meat chili, I'll have the bean chili. So for seven days, I'm just trying out my options. I'm going to the taco restaurant. Oh, can't have the meat taco, but bean burrito? Yeah, hold the cheese. So seven days, try out my new options. Now, once you've got those options, take three weeks, 21 days, make it all vegan all the time. But that's easy because you already figured out the foods that you like. At the end of 21 days, you discover two things. You are physically healthier. You're losing weight if you've got diabetes, your blood sugar is going down, your energy is better, your, your digestion has finally sorted itself out, your skin looks better. But the other thing is your tastes are changing, and the foods that you thought you couldn't live without just lose their appeal because you start that to realize... That is true. You, start, you know, that's, I just don't really want that anymore. So That's so the amazing part, yeah. Seven days, okay. try out the new foods, then a three-week test drive. Okay. Uh, I call it a kickstart. And uh, you can do it. It will, it's three weeks that will change your life. I've been, I, I've been doing it, like I told you, mm -hmm. part-time, and I already feel a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, I have two final questions for you. One, a lot of I have a lot of female followers, and they've, a lot of them have given up dieting. I, I've been one of those yeah. people. I went and saw a mindful eating therapist because I was so mixed up of being on the Atkins diet, Kashi Galeen. And you know, it kind of plays with your psyche if you're someone that's had a borderline eating disorder. Absolutely. You know, so how do you tell men and women that have that past like I do where you kind of have this messed up relationship with food and you finally healed that and this can feel like am I going back to yeah. being on like Atkins even though it's not you know okay. what I mean how do you handle your mind great 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 question um, so many people go on a diet and the diet is um, I'm going to eat 500 calories a day less so the dietitian gives me this right. diet but you know what by Wednesday you are so hungry you're ready to eat the sofa and then you blame <laughs> yourself you say there's something wrong with me um, and you start binging uh, or you go on a low carb diet that tells you don't eat any potatoes, don't eat any sweet potatoes, don't eat any beans, don't eat any pasta, don't eat any bread, don't eat any fruit. And right. you're losing weight because you're not eating all these normal foods. And then you feel guilty if you had a noodle or something like that. And people blame themselves. But let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with anybody who had trouble with those diets because those diets were not built for you. What your body is designed for is fruits and vegetables and beans and whole grains, these simple foods. And when you eat them without any calorie limit, right. without any carb limit, 
and you eat them in, in the way that nature is bringing them to you. You go through an adjustment because we've all been kind of seduced by these um, sugary, salty, oh, absolutely, uh, uh, yeah, other kind of products. But what you discover is that it's like having a car that takes unleaded, but you've been putting diesel in it all this time. When you put into your car the fuel it was designed for, suddenly it works. It drives better. Your body drives better too when you give it the fuel it's designed. And that's comes from plants. Last question: Is this diet for everyone? Because I hear from lots of people. Well, I, you know, I eat for my blood type, or you know, I'm from a different background, and I don't eat this. So, does this work for everyone, or is it not really for everybody? A vegan diet, a plant-based diet, is for everyone at every stage of life, from conception all the way through. And the reason I say that is that there's so much confusion out there. Um, the so blood, much, the, I know. The blood type diet, uh, I'm type O, so I should have meat. I'm type A, I should be vegetarian. Wait a minute. Um, when we bring people in our research studies, they're type O, and the book says he should have meat. I put them on the type A diet, and they do better. So in other words, the blood type diet was a, a well-meaning idea that doesn't work. I'm, I'm writing a new book now called Eat Right for Your Shoe Size. If, 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 you're, if you're a nine and a half, <laughs> you got to be vegan. Okay. All right. You get the idea. So, Eat right now, for your, I like that title, though. That's good. Don't get me wrong. People, people should follow a healthy diet. And a healthy diet means four groups. Vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans. Okay. Which you can interpret in your own way. If, you, if it's Asian, it might be more rice and tofu. If it's uh, Mediterranean, more pasta, chickpeas. If it's Latin American, corn, beans. You interpret it in your own way. Yeah, what if you're Irish and Scottish? Wouldn't you just, like, more potatoes? Pretend you're Latin American. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And, okay. okay. Vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans, and there's two supplements I want you to, to think about. Oh, okay, yeah, that was another big question people had. Very easy. Vitamin B12. B12, okay. B12 you need it for healthy nerves, healthy blood. It's not made by animals or plants. It's made by bacteria, and bottom, we can talk about why you need it, but the bottom line is you should take B12. Okay. The second one is a little more optional. That's vitamin D. It normally comes from sunlight on your skin. Mm -hmm. So when we were, our species was all in Northeast Africa, we got lots of sun, and we didn't need a vitamin D supplement. We had the bad judgment to move to places like Washington, D.C., New Jersey, Toronto, Winnipeg, <laughs> and where there's not so much sun, Right. and you need a vitamin D supplement. So that's it. Four food groups, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans, take a B12 supplement, and if you're not getting some, take vitamin D. That's the whole deal. Okay, you are sort of our true north, you know. Mm -hmm. Where, Where's a website we can find you? Where's someplace when you are getting confused and overwhelmed by all these studies and the meat business? And where's somewhere you can go to kind of come back to the simplicity of what you're saying? Well, you can always watch What the Health Again. Just keep watching, okay. Yes, however, um, our website is pcrm.org. That's Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Okay. PCRM.org. And one other thing, every calendar month we have a free program that starts fresh. It's called the 21 Day Vegan Kickstart. <gasps> and it starts oh, I'm coming. August 1st, September 1st, October 1st, November 1st. It's in English, Spanish, Mandarin, Japanese, and one for people from India with Indian ingredients. And we've had between five and 600,000 people already use this. Wow. It, it's free, no commercial sponsorship. We're not selling any food product. And it's a really cool thing. That's amazing. And um, also, I had read, I know you didn't want to talk about your age, but you look <laughs> so amazing. Um, I read that you're 64, but you look seriously 50. And, you know, you have an online fan base. People, like, think you're really hot. So... <laughs> 
You're like a sex symbol. You're like a sex symbol, and you look so good. Well, that's very nice. You know, when Paul McCartney was young, he wrote, when I'm 64, you know, it's like life is over. Yeah. But I figure if I live to be 128, I'm only middle-aged now. You look so good. Any, no Botox, any fillers for you? You look, look great. Botox. <laughs> No, it, no, certainly Is that not. part of my plant-based, or should I avoid uh, that, I suppose too? you can have that if you want. It. We're, we're not against all that stuff. But okay. Let's use the food to keep us as young as we can be. Thank you so much, Dr. Neil Bernard. You're amazing. We're oh, so thank inspired. You. Thanks. Sure. That was so great. Thanks, guys, so much for listening to In the Mind of Frage. New episode coming out next week. In the meantime, I hope that you'll subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. Just search Hey Frage. And would you leave a review? Hit five stars. Let me know what you like about the show. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Every day, hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear?